The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tab. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Are you happy with your long, cropped, quaffed, full-bodied, put-together hairdo? Do enjoy your color, the illumination, the texture of that carpet or long mane you call your hair. But does the curtain match the carpet? Does your nether regions look as though somebody dumped a cigar tray all over it? Well, my friends, we have a product for you. That product is called Just For Members. That's right. For your little male member down in your happy spot, Just For Members will help to bring electricity, life, and color to your shabby, burnt, discolored pubic hair. Our scientists at the Just For Members laboratories help to come together and culminate a juvenation of new colors vibrant to your texture color and basic overall essence of your being don't believe us listen to nba hall of famer and multiple nba champion bill russell explain his experience with just for members well, let me tell you something. I used to score all the time in the basketball court and score all the time with the ladies. But after a few years, the only championship rings I could get was on my fingers. And I couldn't get no pussy on it either. You see, my midsection looked as though someone used to clap chalkboard erases all over it. Looked as though somebody called them past me with some Dunkin Donuts and just dumping on my lap all pouting like I gotta tell you just for members help me color up the situation down there let me tell you now these days my ball sack look just like shaft nice and black down there with a big fro too I mean I need to pick it with two picks shit and I can put some afro sheen on it damn Damn it, there's a lot going on there. So take it from me. NBA champion, Hall of Famer, and world-renowned pussy dunker, Bill Russell. If you ain't got Just For Member, you ain't got shit. Just For Member comes in assorted colors such as Ginger, Nubian, Kendall, and Trump. Side effects may include discoloration of skin. Loss of hair, receding hairline, loss of hair on the top of your head, skin irritation, first, second, third degree burns, and an increased sensation to masturbate in crowded subways. So from the makers of Pussy Fur, the Merkin for bold pussies, be sure you get yourself some just for member. Take it from me, Bill Russell, you'll be slamming that dick in some pussy. Sooner than expected. And as the motto goes, it's just a little paint for the taint. Toss that alley, ladies. Just Remember is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. Hey, this is D. Wilson from the D. and Antonio podcast, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Give me a fucking mic! 
tabloid cutting a promo. It's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. I've, uh, so I told you guys last episode, I had a week full of training and, um, yeah. This week's episode might be a little short than usual, but that's all right. I'll make it up to you guys in the back end. Got a lot of news stories coming up in the next episode for Wrestling Rundown as well as Around the Square Circle. Much to catch up on, much to talk about. So we'll I'll make it up there. Um, but with that being said, I I had a I, I usually have a list of topics I'll talk about for cutting a promo. It's um and I go through it and I'm trying to figure out should I should I save this one? Do I want to talk about this one? Maybe, maybe this will be better on a later date because of you know, certain events or the, the climate. Maybe I, I'll, I'll use it then. But this one, this 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 this, this cutting a promo, I think is necessary. Um, like I said, I've been doing uh, training this week for work, and a lot of things that I would see. At this training were like bullet points were, were were like lists And stuff like that so Um I thought I would I would Go on On the show this week and discuss A list that I've been Pondering on doing and um Usually this list works best Uh with another Person but it's okay I think I, I think I could uh I think I could um Manage alone on this one So This week I want to discuss My top 10 My top 10 I didn't want I don't want to use the word hate Because as my mom always said Hate is such a a strong word No I don't hate it I'm more inclined to say that Things that bother me Or Disturb me or, Or Annoy me About wrestling uh, and and it's because, like I said, as much as I love the sport, as much as I love the, I guess, whatever, if we do have storytelling, um, it's just things that have just spun out of control. And I know it's like, oh, you boomer, it's not the same anymore. Well, certain things can still be the same if you the fan you the media quote unquote media poster uh you wrestling tough guys on social media or the wrestlers themselves would still try to play along with it still living still living kayfabe a little bit i mean what's so tough about doing that you guys pretty much took it too far because you want to know so damn much behind the curtain shit you got to be so much better to be like hey look at me i know uh rick flair's real name or i know that john cena and nikki bella are really dating in real life and you want to be so much in the know and it, it becomes that that thought in which now we now have to move away from really believing that Ricky Steamboat choked on his own tongue when Savage dropped the bell on his neck from the top rope. Like, I mean, seriously, can we can we just you know, live in the time sometimes and, and just have this moment, this 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 belief? In which wrestling can be sold as real? Can we? Is it possible? Maybe not. But like I said, here's my top 10 annoying things about wrestling in no particular order. Relationship angles. I don't care if Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti are really in a relationship and now we have to share it with the world and now we have to um, 
I guess, smear it all over our face to say, hey, look, they're two grown adults who are in wrestling fucking. Like, who cares? Who cares? Hey, look, Corey Graves and Carmella, they're swapping spit. Two are grown, two grown adults. Listen, even in my personal life, I don't really give a fuck about any of my friends and who they they're fucking. I got to a point in my life like I don't I, that doesn't even entertain that doesn't entertain me anymore. You know, at this point in time, I got to a point where like, hey, listen, if you're happy, whatever, I don't care. As long as you're not hurting anybody or hurting yourself, unless you're fucking masturbating with a cheese grater. Who the fuck knows? But in any case, I don't care about this. And then on the flip side of that, don't give me relationship angles. And then the wrestler themselves aren't social media, not selling it. They're actually in a relationship with somebody else. Dana Brooke and um, Reggie are supposed to be in a relationship, but yet we know Dana Brooke is seeing some MMA dude who got arrested for beating the shit out of somebody. Same can be said about the whole Bobby Lashley and Lana shit. It's like, come on, guys. And I know everybody will go, well, you can't, you can't uh, disconnect from uh, what's real and what's not. No. No. It's not one life to live. We didn't, wrestling wasn't sold to me as to be fake. I understood that going in. That wrestling was sold to me not to be fake. It wasn't until I got older where, you know, it, you know, you, you, you realize Santa isn't fucking real. The two fairy isn't putting, putting dollar bills under your pillow. I get that. But there's still a, I don't know, mystique behind it that we shouldn't fucking know about. And one thing is, I don't give a fuck who's fucking each other. And I don't care uh, about who really isn't fucking each other. And, Just selling it to me like they are. Number nine. Too many weapons and gimmicks matches. Can't we just have regular matches? I'm looking at you, AEW. Why why must we go off the deep end and, and put these Texas Tornado, Texas Death... Lights out, uh, 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 chairs, uh, uh, twelve paces at dawn match. Like what the f- what is, what the fuck are we doing here? WWE, you're you're guilty of it as well. How many times do I have to see a fucking six man tag match? There's too too many of this, and and you're you're actually diluting yourself because you're really not putting together solid matches because you are afraid that the talent that you have there can't pull off a solid match shocking let's be real here guys you have no trust in the fact that your talent can actually pull off a match without having to involve blood thumbtacks uh, tw- uh 12 tear uh table uh, uh um setups during the during the show Sometimes you get all those shits in one match. I mean, come on. Sometimes I really believe that you 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 don't have the faith in your talent, you don't have the faith in your book your booking, and you don't have faith in the fact that your fans would appreciate just wrestling. <sighs> Next up. Storytelling, be it long, short, mid-range, WrestleMania, um, incoming, whatever. Storytelling is not 100%. We all know this. This, you know, it's what fluctuates with the crowd. The crowd is invested. One of the longest storytellings that's going on right now is Roman's run, Roman Reigns' run as champion. And so far, it's still going strong because it's done properly. I don't know whether or not it's Paul, Paul Heyman, um, taking lead there and being the one that, pun intended, 
taking the reins on this or is the fact that you know when you let Roman get off the chain and stop trying to force feed him to the masses that he works much better as a heel yeah same could be said about Brock Lesnar Brock you know we hated him for the longest because he would go away and come back and go away again and take championships and then go and um, he only pop up whenever big money Vince wants to pop the, the, the ratings, but now Brock comes back and he's cowboy Brock and people love it. They love the face run. And, you know, I, I, I you know, I could give credit with the Kenny Omega, Adam page run. I'll give him that CM Punk with MJF. You know, I I can I have those those moments. I can I can have those uh, those instances where storytelling really worked. But it's when we have either storytelling that goes nowhere, or we get storytelling that doesn't make sense. It's a and we and we get it to a point to where you get a short run and then poof gone. The the breakup of uh Andrade um Hardy family organization, whatever the fuck it was. Like really? Oh please, the 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 Jericho Appreciation Society. What what the fuck is this? We we all could sit there and point fingers at what what's proper storytelling, what's what is storytelling, what's good, but damn it, when it's shit, it's shit, and this thing is not not formulating well. I mean, honestly. Next, that's uh number seven. I, okay, so I, I, I wanted to move stuff around. Like I said, it's not in, in particular order, but you know, it's whatever. Um, relying on nostalgia. Looking at you, WWE. You know, you're the one that like to do this one. Uh, I know we all had a good time seeing Stone Cold come back. It was great. We, we popped. Then you had to go with the Vince McMahon, right? We had to do that. We had to get Vince on night two, and we had to get him involved in the McAfee theory match. Uh, yeah, but I did get it. I get it because it was, like I said, it was Stone Cold giving Vince his last stunner and riding off into the sunset. But still, AEW. You're in my you're in my wheel you're in my headlights as well. Sting. And you guys are popping that this 63-year-old man is diving through fucking tables. You guys are popping because the Hardys are back together again. Yay! For the 27th time. Relying on nostalgia. Listen, it's great for a cachet moment, but we're we're really riding high on this nonsense. Soon the next thing will be that we're realizing that maybe ten years from now it's not gonna be like fuck. CM Punk now is nostalgia. Although he was retired for such a long time, Punk is now like nostalgia. He will be ten years when I'll be fucking nostalgia. After nostalgia, we get relying on celebrities. Sometimes pseudo celebrities. Like, was it? Uh, AEW recently had John Creasy from um, from uh, Cobra Kai on there. I, how fucking deep in the barrel you had to get in the B list movie stars to put them on your show? I get it. Cobra Kai's a hit. I fucking get it. But still, shit. What happened? Um, Billy Blanks was was busy. What the fuck? You can get Brian Bosworth from Stone Cold 
That was a great movie, by the way. I love that movie. Um, we can get him. I mean, honestly. And please. I know you're going to say the Logan Pauls, the Bad Bunnies, the, the who say what now. Yes, they are guilty of it, too. The only thing I say about the WWE is that they're, they're they're not shy about it. They're 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 very pronounced in letting you go. Yeah, we're gonna fucking sub celebrities up your ass when we get the chance, and you're gonna like it. Enjoy. There, there's no shame in their game for that. We also have repetitive matches. If I keep seeing. Damian Priest and Finn Balor go at it one more time. Ugh. Let's mix it up. In Spanish, we call it a mecla. Let's 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 mix it up a little bit. You have talent on the roster that I don't know are hardly being seen. Let's showcase them. The one thing I can say about AEW. They would mix it up and bring up some some different talent in different matches. Uh, not gonna say that the matches are good or it makes any sense because you know, like next week I'm seeing, um, what is it, Wardlow and Butcher, and it's like, oh yeah, because um, MJF uses uh, Andrade's services, and but it's. Long, long story short, the matchmaking should be consistent, as in storytelling, and non-repetitive. Just, I know, it makes it sound like I really hate wrestling, but I don't. I don't. I just, I just miss the days where, although it was ridiculous, it was still made some kind of sense, if, if you get what I'm saying. Next up will be the fans and social media. I have to combine these two because you 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 guys are just you guys are just a bell of the ball. Am I to blame for it? Yeah, but in some weird sense, regardless of what you say, I'm media, so I I have I have that platform to be opinionated. And as I always say about Resting fans who bitch, gripe, and complain. Some of you motherfuckers can't fucking find an avenue to be creative if your life depended on it. I couldn't get you a pencil and a paper and said, draw a flower, but make it your own flower, and you wouldn't fuck that up. But yet you are quick to critique one company over the other, one company, over, but yet wouldn't have a clue how to match. Listen, you got you got WWE 2K22 out there now. I want to see how you guys are doing GM mode. I want to see how you guys are booking there. Let me see how you guys are booking on um on um your universe modes out there. Show me, show me, show me, show me what you got. I bet you got like um I don't know uh who can I think? You got like Ezekiel as your fucking champ right now. Just to say, fuck it, right? Oh, you guys have you know, uh, um, Darby Allen as the AEW champ right now. Right off the gate. You didn't even fucking put a book him in the story. You just had him right out the gate. You guys are the worst. I mean, honestly. And then, granted, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them and the majority of them stink. I understand that. But whenever you are confronted with some kind of truth or some kind of definition of something that you don't like you don't quite know about or um some facts that you really can't absorb because it's not your facts you become very very rude <laughs> i've seen a couple of you fuck I've seen a couple of you guys fucking really get teed off at certain shit that i said to you when trying to help you out and it's like shit guy and I'll just turn around and say, okay, if you want to hear the rest of my opinion, listen to us on Turnbuckle Tabloid. Shit. Number three, 
since I mentioned it earlier, the media. Ah, yes, I'm to blame here too, because yes, I, the media, can be very, very bitter and have my gripes about wrestling. Yes, yes. And yes, I'm no different than the next man where I stand there before you and I'm like, look at me. Listen to me. I'm on my bullhorn. The the most annoying thing about individuals in the media, and I'm talking about everybody who has a fucking wrestling podcast, everybody who has a vlog, everybody who has a YouTube or Twitch and such. The majority of you guys out there are kissing so much fucking ass, be whatever promotion that it is, just because you think that someone from said promotion is going to give you a job or pay you for advertisements or pay you for promos or give you um, um, airtime on their show or give you free tickets to an event or merch. Doesn't work that way. Some of you guys are so, are just so one sided, and you know what? I shouldn't even be judging. You know why? Because if that's the way your show is, hey, if your show is AEW Dynamite recap, understandable. If your show is WWE Raw and uncut. I get it. It's a targeted subject. I get that. But if you're calling yourself an opinionated wrestling podcast or an opinion, you're an opinionated um, writer who say what now? Yeah. And you're having your tongue up somebody, some promoter or some wrestler's ass so deep that you could taste their fucking Thanksgiving dinner from 2012. Um, I don't think you're that opinionated. No, no. At least here, I have my loyalties to no one. I owe no loyalties to anyone. I have, I have bashed friends who wrestle. I have bashed promoters who've been to my house, and I have bashed other podcasts who I am still cool with. And they have done the same to me. And I'm okay with that. But at least I know. I know for the long run. I'm going to call it what it is and call it how I see it. You might not agree with it. That's okay. But from what I see. I call shit shit. And I don't try to cover it with, with syrup and call it pancakes. Just saying. Just saying. Number two. Don't change. Change it. What do you mean by that? Well, we just saw a change in individuals' names. Long, long other days of my boy Pete Dunn being Pete Dunn, huh? Oh, Volta. What? Sorry. Gunta. I don't know, it sounds just so racist when you say it that way, right? It just sounds like you're very... Can you be racist against Germans? Can you? Raquel Rodriguez, formerly Raquel Gonzalez. That wasn't really too bad, though. Now, Austin Theory is Theory. And, of course, there's... You know, WWE will tell you, well, due to marketing and due to uh, copyrights, we got to have our own ownership, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I get that, but I also say, no, fuck that. There's no, no, no. And especially when it's within your company, it's like it came up, they, they came in with these names. You want to call them Bearcat Lee. Well, at least I could say, you know, with AEW, they, they take these guys, you know, if they can't use what they use in another place, they let them be who they want to be. And then we have Orange Cassidy. Fuck. 
How long are we going to ride this fucking gimmick? How how long can we ride this fucking uh, uh, this disaster? It's cool early on, wasn't it? It's was great. Hey, guy guy comes in. He's so laid back that he doesn't really care if he wins or loses. Just you know, or whatever how he wrestles. I tell you to this day, I remember the first time I seen him wrestle. Fucking crowd was going crazy. I remember Matt and the other guys were sitting there. They were, they were fucking telling me about this, and I saw it. And the first thing that came to my mind, everybody screamed it out. And I said, what the fuck is this? But yet, they're riding it. Won't change it. Not a lick. And finally... My number one, like I said, this doesn't it, it? It just only became number one on my list because it was probably the last thing on my mind, and I said, you know what? It makes a whole lot of sense for me to put this at number one. I know too much, and in that sense, you people are telling me way too much. Be it the the fans, be it the wrestlers, be it promoters, be it social media. I know way too much and I shouldn't know this much. I don't want to know this much. I shouldn't have to know this much. I don't want to know. I shouldn't know that Kevin Owens loves to take his kids to Disney world. I shouldn't know that. I really shouldn't care about that. I shouldn't care. Oh, I shouldn't even know that Alexa bliss got married to Ryan Cabrera this past week. I, I shouldn't even fucking known that. Shouldn't care to oh, no, whatever. Like I mentioned before, I I don't really care if Jungle Boy and uh, Anna Jade are 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 fucking. More congratulations, kid. She's hot, but you know I shouldn't know. It, it it's it's too much. I got you know I've gotten so far behind the curtain, and you know I remember as a kid when I would go to the local candy store and they would have the wrestling magazines, and then they had the dirt sheet magazines. And it just so happened to be there. And I would look and I'm like, what was this? And then I started realizing, I said, oh, you know, started reading, you know, real wrestlers names and who was related. And um, since I I wasn't seeing, since I only saw WWF uh, in the East Coast, I didn't know about what was going on in the other territories. And I learned and I was learning in there. And I said, yeah, it's cool. And I, I thought it was cute even back in the days to go to my, uh, to my classmates who are wrestling fans as well. And I'd be like, well, you know, that's not his real name. Well, you know, you know, ultimate warrior is really Jim Helwig. And he's like, no, it's not. Why was his name being hell? I said, Hey, it's his name. How do you know that? I just know. I, 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 it's cool just to know. I, I want to know, but now, now everyone knows. And I know way too much. And you guys are telling me way too much, but being media now, I can't shut it off. I can't, I can't close, close that valve. It's just, I'm annoyed at the fact that I know way too much. Yeah. That, 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 that's, yeah, that could be my number one gripe about wrestling. I, yeah. When we come back, we have a fun and, uh, educational conversation coming up. Um, get your Rosetta Stones or your um, Google Translate ready. We got a tag team out of the East Coast. We got El Johnny Santos y Sebastian Cage. These guys are coming on the show representing Jato Sabe. These guys are promoting uh, uh, Project Wrestling. uh, uh, Project Codename Wrestling presents Fallout coming out. This Saturday, April 16th, tickets are available still. Check them out on their Facebook page. Uh, they are here on the East Coast. So, guys, check those guys out. Tickets available. And um, they're actually being the match in which Termical Tabloid sponsored. Uh, they're squaring up against uh, Evander James and our recent uh, guest on the show, Mantequilla. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. You're going to enjoy it. These guys are fun. And you get a lot of insight on their upbringing and oh yeah, tú sabes fumar juca y tú sabes beber jerry ya tú sabes ahí viene tigre coño. Don't go anywhere, guys. Stick around. We will return. I'll check you guys in a sec.
Bring the in-ring action home to your tabletop with the number one wrestling card game in the world, Super Show the Game. And live all your wildest wrestling fantasies without ever taking a chair shot. Available on supershowthegame.com. Order today and join a spectacle so grand it can only be called The Super Show. Alright, what's up everybody? This is a smooth superhero, Mantequilla, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Tabloid. Good? One more time? Nah, we good. Okay. Or did you guys try to be like male models or male escorts or uh, exotic male exotic dancers? What is it with you guys? Los dos bien chulín, coño. Like Johnny, what was it that uh, that brought you into uh, to wrestling? I, I know it wasn't the law of the women because there's not a lot of good looking women in the crowds these days. No point. That's, that's kind of insulting, but it's also very correct. <laughs> hey, um. Nah, man, we not buff Bagwell. We just love, we just love this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not the American we, males. <laughs> oh, no, nah, we're not American. Come on, that's some, come on, that's Marcus Bagwell stuff. There, <laughs> but, you know, we don't, we don't do all that. Oh, but uh, we appreciate the compliment, though. <laughs> Nosotros somos muy lindo. Ah, right, but let me tell you, you guys, look, the, like when I look at the flyer for the match that uh, that Turnbuckle Table is sponsoring, I, I I look at it as though like. I'm looking at a, a like one of those those um flyers that they put up for the Saturday night parties and shit, uh, hosted by DJ Enrique and uh, <laughs> his bottle service until the one p.m. and shit. You guys got you yo, got like a nice tandem okay, going yo, 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 on. You, he, he, he missed that. Ladies are all free until twelve. <laughs> Remember that one. And the and the hookah refills are twenty dollars after ten. You know? <laughs> So Sebastian sounds like he's been at a few of these parties a few times. <laughs> he knows oh, what it is. I am, I am those parties. <laughs> I, I, I'm the one who puts it out. Um, so for each of y'all, Johnny, how long you been wrestling? Oh, man, that's a long story. But let's just say uh, five, six years off and on. Yeah, we could get into it if you want, but five yeah. or six. Years we'll we'll get we get it we get into it down the line, pero it's not like it's, it's not like you old. You're not you're not an old man like that. No, 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 no. Far from. It. I think I am old in wrestling in the wrestling world, pero no, just so holding. What are you talking about? You got I'm guys young, winning I'm... championships at forty five. What are you talking about? Shit, please. It's like it's, 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 damn. Nah, I gotta stay healthy, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Sebastian, I, I've been trying to get you on the show for a minute, and you know, I, I've, you've crossed paths with a few of the guys that have been on my show, like uh, Hank Flanagan and uh, numerous other dudes that's come in. You've been on the scene for a minute as well. Yeah, bro. Uh, let me see. I'll say one and a half training. I mean, you never stop learning. One and a half training and like. Consistent, like hitting the the road, you know, different companies. And stuff. But yeah, I've been around. I've been around here and there. I, I, I uh, I've met up with a couple of the guys in the business, here and there. See, especially the ones that were facing, you know, coming up. Yeah, I I, I know you guys. Uh, you see, I I sponsored the match because, um, well, first of all. You know, you, you're going against friends of the show. I mean, uh, you know, you, you got Monte and you got, uh, Evander on there, but then you, you know, your um, the manager over there, uh, he, he's a, he's a little sneaky one, a little the, the the little guy over there. Miguel could be a little a little sneak over there. So uh, and, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. He's an honest man. He's really? Honest man right here. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's just say, let's He's just say, man, let's just say he and I have been at the bar a couple of times, and I left the tip for the bartender. He found a way to put it in his pocket. Let's just say that. Yo, that's a smart man, right there. <laughs> that's, that's just good business. Right that's a win-win. Like, like if you if you got played, that's on you. Just saying, pero listen, and listen. I, I, I left it for the bartender. If she wasn't quick enough to find to grab it, then you know what? 
But he he he's he's got sticky hands there. Uh, what what was it that you found you guys aligned to a guy like the the White Henny himself, Mister Mister Miguel over there? How did you align yourselves with him? No, Miguel's family, man. It's Miguel's family. I think that's the best way that I can say it, but it's, it's a good business move. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. What, what do you do? You align yourself with the winning team, bro. Like, dude, man. Who's controlling? Who's who's calling the shots? I mean, you know what I mean? Main man. Yeah, he definitely he definitely knows how to bring the bottle service and get the hookah get the hookah set up. All right, I I, I understand. I can get that. I see that. I see that. But still, you guys have been doing it by yourself for a while now. What did what, was the services uh uh just a boost for the for the for the team or is it uh better business money wise? What it look like for you guys? It's everything. Like it's a, it's sort of a matter of fact thing. Mm. Sebastian's been doing this for what? Six years, solid. Everybody knows a list superstar Sebastian Cage. I've been doing that five, five or six years off and on. I do a lot of traveling, but we, what, we, what do we want? We want power, women, gold, fame, and aligning ourselves with Miguel. It's, o- it's only common sense. I've been, I've been covered in gold before because of Miguel. Sebastian's done it before by himself. So what's gonna happen if we do it together? Let's just let's just let's just think about that. But um, by me, oh you. <laughs> what do you think? You you tell me, Papi. What do, what do, what is your opinion? I don't know. You know, it, it's 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 pretty much like you know. You guys seem to be. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe you need that that third hand uh, around. Maybe in case you got to somebody got somebody else got to get slapped because you know you you're going up against guys like. You know, Mantequilla and Vanda James, who you know they they're pretty known as well, and as a team, they could be they could be problem, they could be troublesome. Maybe maybe you needed that third guy around to you know maybe even the odds. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. This is a sport. What we do, right? The, the Lakers did they get did they get their titles because of Kobe, because of Jack, or because of uh, Phil Jackson, or because of Shaq? Hey, it was it was the threesome. It was a threesome. Yeah, it was the, it was the, the trio that did it. it. Don't forget, they also did it with the Bulls. With the Bulls. Phil Jackson. It was it was it Mike, was it Michael Jordan? Was it Phil Jackson? Was it was it Scottie Pippen? Was it Dennis? Who whose fault was it really? Uh, listen, it everybody's everybody's together, right? I I I, I get what you're saying, but you know, it also like I said, it also kind of looks like you guys maybe maybe. Nervioso. I'm just saying. Looks like you're a little bit nervioso. nervioso. I'm just saying. When did you see me nervous? This, uh, we are not nervous. This we po- are not trembling. What are we nervous of? This podcast is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> remember this. Remember this. Remember this. That any move that you see our team making moving forward is in a strategic move. Wait. It's a calculated move for success. So I know where you're going with this when you're asking, when you're talking about the third hand and everything. I know, yes, yes, we have that third hand and it's coming in to break heads. You know what I'm saying? All right, okay. And that's all, that's all orchestrated by Johnny Santos, Sebastian Cage, El Magimbe de los Magimbe, El Miguelito. So yes, we are working on getting that third hand ready to go to crack heads when we need them. To Don't forget. We got we just picked up Cuzzle. Cuzzle Cuzzle knows what's up. Cuzzle knows what's happening too. So if we if we seem nervous, I'm sorry for you, Papi, but that's not that's incorrect. Listen, I, I just wanna like I said, I'm gonna, you know what? I got I got an idea. You guys should change your, your name. Since it's the three of you guys now, you should call yourself Lo Tre Golpes. Let's go out I there. Love yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Who does not like who doesn't like it? Everybody loves that. Hey, bueno, that's a, that's a good idea. That's a problem. That's, that's a very cultural. That's a very cultural. Pero los los uh, los gringuitos, say the uh, the the other fans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they will, they'll relate. They won't get it. They won't get it. Hey, so we'll work on it. We'll 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 we'll, we'll work on how it is. Sebastian, you like I said, you've been you've been around, man. I mean, you you've been in the ring with a, uh, some some players out there. Uh, um. What what what's a, what's a couple of names that you've had on your resume that you've been in the ring with? 
that question again? What was the, what's some big names that you had that you've been in the ring with uh, uh, on your resume? How much? Time, how much time you got, buddy? <laughs> uh, Let, just I mean, give me this. Just give us the short list. The short list of the guys that I've learned the most from and have the most fun with. Well, Kurt Hawkins is one of them. Brian, um, Brian. Uh, I've been in the ring with guys like you know uh, Danny Moff. I learned a lot from him. Homicide. Learned a lot from him. Um, I know a lot of people. That this is gonna catch. This, this is gonna cause a lot of controversy. So hold your seat. Um, so hold your seat, though. So you on your seat. DC Negro, the king of New York. I learned a lot from him, dude. You know. Uh, let me think. Man, I, I suicide. I've been in the ring with him. That shit was cool for TNA. Mm. Uh, let me see. Nah, the New York. Yeah, he did. He did Casey Navarro. Casey You faced Teddy Hart, no? Teddy Hart several times as well. Off the top of my head, bro. Crowbar. Crowbar, okay. yep. That's, a, that's another one right there. That, that definitely put in a lot of work to who I am as a, as a, as a person and a character. Yeah. And, you know, definitely Crowbar, for sure. And, you know, shout out to everybody else that I didn't mention that has helped me along the way is also wrestling and taught me a lot. And, you know, hopefully they learn a lot from me, too. So shout out to them, you know. It's all business, dude. Johnny, was it um was it wrestling first or did um did we get other sports? Because I, I imagine you know, maybe baseball was the first thing, you know, getting the bat and the glove. Was that the first call? I know it sounds stereotypical, pero yo soy, yo soy pano también. I know what it is. Coño, pero ve acá. Of course it was baseball. Yes, <laughs> 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 stupid. Eh? Of course it was baseball. I, yo, I came out the womb left-handed. <laughs> Pitching. Oh, you did. Hey, bro, I came out the room fucking jugando me la base. In a basement. You know what it is. Yo, see me in center field, Papi. Oh, you did. Hey, let me know if y'all doing a softball tournament. Oh, you did. I was just, I was about to ask you. I was like, if you guys, yo, I, I saw that, you know, guys were putting together basketball tournaments and shit like that. You know, heels versus faces and shit. Yo, maybe, you know, let's get a couple of guys. Let's get on the diamond. Let's see what y'all got out there. I'm with it. All the way. Yeah, if you pick us up, I know I know you're cool with Monte and and James, but just make the right choice. What do you think? You know. <laughs> I know. Pero, uh, pero now, eh, yeah, baseball was my thing. But wrestling, quick story time. It was not my my first a uh, 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 love of sports. I grew up loving WWF, Stone Cold. I was actually more of a WCW guy. Mm. Uh, Sting and Macho Man and Lex Luger, NWO, that was my joy. And then um, high school, I fell off. Uh, uh, I finished high school and I found out about indie wrestling. And I was like, what? Indie wrestling? I got introduced to Ring of Honor. I went to a show in Brooklyn. Uh, It was with the the Ludus, with the SATs, Mm -hmm. Joel Maximo and his brothers. Right. And I started training there, but before that, I was not doing anything like that. Um, I was listening to, to Monte's um, conversation with you, and he said he's a black belt in Taekwondo. I must have done like four months of karate, and then I hated it. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know. I just I just disliked it. But um, I used to do lacrosse in high school. Came I used to do parkour when I was hot. Mm. Uh, I used to do football here and there, and of course baseball. Uh, but yeah, right. And then I just after that show that I mentioned in Brooklyn, they had a little bit of a thing. I think around that time, Luda started their school, and that was the first school I went to with the SATs. Did you guys? Did you guys both come out? Did you guys come out with Bronco and BWF up there? Them or, or, or no? Um. So so I did I did I did the SATs. Oh, you for like for like two years, and then I I I stopped wrestling. Um. I got my college degree. I had, I got, you know, I got kids, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then I saw, I saw, um, uh, on YouTube, I saw BWF was on YouTube because of Vice. Mm. They covered them on something. And I was like, this wrestling in the Bronx? I had no idea. And he, he kept us, I think you were in that video, bro. No, I wasn't. I didn't make that one. You didn't make that one? I made another one. But I know EC Negro was in it. Mm. Caveman was in it. I think Evander James is in it. Yeah. Sonya, a bunch of people were in it. And Monte then, too. so that was, Monte was yeah, Monte, Monte was in it too. That was maybe like, what, 
four years ago. Yeah. Four, four and a half, maybe five years ago, four and a half years ago. And that's when I started going to Bronco. Mm. So Bronco, Bronco, Delo Mio, if you're listening. That's my man. That's Big Poppy right there. Um, <laughs> Pero Sebastian, Sebastian, you started over there, no? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> my story is funny because... When I decided to like, you know, take take a uh, make that move towards the wrestling, take the plunge. Yeah, take the plunge. My, I was looking at um, Gleason's because the only thing you could Google Johnny Rod, Johnny Rod, Johnny Rod. Right. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, yeah, I got the money. I'm already set on the move. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make this move. And then my dad calls me. And he's like, yo, um, I got a surprise for you. I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, you know, I have Lanco. I'm like, yeah, isn't that the Dominican wrestler? Is like. You know, back from the Javanano days and stuff, he's like, yeah, bro, I know him personally. I actually called him, and I told him that I have a son that wants to become a professional wrestler, mm. and he told me that he has a spot here in the Bronx, and you don't even have to travel all the way to Brooklyn. I'm like, you wait for me to sack up all this money to tell me that you have, I have not the phone number. Wow, great. So I'm like, yo, so what do we do? He's like, yo, I'm, I called him. We're going to go pick him up right now. We jumped in the car, picked him up. He took me to the school, and I met Bronco the first day. And he was like, yo, get in the ring. Yo, I didn't even know anything about anything. He's like, yo, whatever <laughs> they're doing, try to do it. Like, you know, the regular, you know, rolls, rolls and the bumps. So I got some more rolls in the, you know, internals in the ring. And he's like, oh, you got some potential, kid. You got to come back. So, yo, I just went that day. I saw that. I saw I could do, you know, the basic. And then I just took off. I stayed there for, like, for good, I'll say four to five months, consistent, and then I got an opportunity to go to Lutus. I did the Lutus uh-huh. for a little bit, and then they closed down. So then I went back to, you know, back to BWS. And then I was, I wasn't gonna, I was attempting to go to HOG, but you know, uh, circumstances, mm-hmm. and I just decided not to go there. And, you know, kept 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 it going. That was my, you know, short version of of uh, business. Coming in, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's funny because I've been. I had to say, like, you know, the the two thousand, the the around the the two thousand tens, is when we saw the emergence of New York City wrestling really coming back. Like we saw that push. Like you said, Lotus was was doing their thing. Um, out Long Island, they had been doing their stuff for a while, uh, but yeah. you know, HOG was little by little well, was putting their stuff together, and a lot of that push came from you guys in the Bronx, man. A lot of you guys came with that heat. A lot of you guys had that 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 passion to put it together and and start expanding. Like like you mentioned, you know, the you guys, you had Sonia, you had um you had uh um Trav coming out from out there. Do you guys did y'all all uh move around in the same circle, bumping heads, you know, hanging out, whatever the case may be, and just try to like he worked with each other but also like bounced ideas off each other? No definitely. I I missed the boat. By the time I showed up to Broncos, uh, my damn Monte, Evander, Cave, rest in peace, Stravi, Maddie, sabe, they was already in hog. So every now and again, when I was getting my, you know, getting the rust off in the Bronx, they'll show up, but. Seba was definitely part of that little crew for a little bit, but then they everybody sort of splintered off. But to say that, to say that that, that was me. To say that the that like the Bronx, the, a lot of it came from the Bronx. Man, it's an understatement. I don't know what it is about the Bronx. Maybe it's the water, or I don't know what. <laughs> but we got something about the fire that comes out of these these folks. Yeah, you yeah, got a lot of fucking pent up aggression. You had to let it out one way or another. Shit, it's out of man. Fucking- you had you had. You have Maddie kicking people in the head. You got you got EJ. Just James is just doing the most. Monte's just having fun. Like it's just we. There's a, there's a certain fire that comes from us. We got inspired from the best. You know what I'm saying? Homicide, Loki, Moff, Mac. We got a lot of inspiration, and we all a lot of a lot of the people I just mentioned are Hispanic. Tú me entiendes? Yeah. A lot of them are Boricua. Yeah. So to see that, and they and they kicking ass. You know, it is. It's, it's a lot of. There's a lot of fire, man. That's why this this match that we're gonna have with with BWF, as they call themselves. I, I don't know, man. 
I don't think I don't I think a few of us are not gonna come out of there alive, to mm. be honest with you. But mm. It's like, you know, you guys, you guys just find, you find, like I said, you find your way in the, in, in the circles of, of, of linking up, getting, you know, doing, you know, doing shows, uh, being in the same environment. It's all pent up. You got all this stuff. It's either going to be, we're going to handle it in the ring or we're going to, you know, go out there and just, you know, take it out in the streets. We're just going to, we're just going to release it. But, Johnny, you weren't doing it for, you know, you said you walked away from it. What was the call that, that brought you back in? Yo, I don't, I don't know if you ever wrestled before, bro, but this this is a tough, tough, tough sport that we do. There's a lot of heartbreak, broken bones, busted lips. Pero te digo, nothing's worse than that itch, bro. There's an itch that you get from doing what we do. There's an itch that you get from hearing the crowd either boo or cry or yell or what. It doesn't make a difference. So try to go to the locker room and fight you because you got <laughs> so upset, like my man right here. I mean, yeah, like like if once <laughs> once you get a taste of of, of something of something like this, you want more, man. It, it, that's it, it is what it is. Like legit, I was gone for damn well maybe eight years. Wow. I started before Sebastian started. Wow. I started before Sebastian started. I know a lot of people that I started way before them, and they they way bigger than me. Mm. But you... it's just that itch is the it is it, uh, it's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing to describe it, man. It's, it's just the itch. I think it happens with every sport, but professional wrestling is a different is a different beast. Sebastian, you, you yeah, you, Sebastian, you 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 run like I said. You've been in the back. You've been doing it for a minute. You you. You rubbed shoulders like we mentioned with the guys you've been in the ring with. What who who has given you the like the the best advice and what what was it about wrestling? That's a tough one, bro. Because we learn a lot from different people, man. So so the, the big one would be a little selfish, but you know I, I got I got a lot of different ones. But if, let me see. If I could pick one. I would say, let me see. The first one that comes to your brain. The first one that comes to my brain was from, it was from Homicide. One time we had like a, a, a quick conversation because you never really had time to like sit down and, and, and conversate for a long time. But I think what he said to me was, you have to make sure that you are different and then when you're putting your things together you're thinking different because he's like a lot of the things that we do is is very similar but when you put your little sprinkle on what you do mm. what there's a heel or a face like he asked me a couple of questions like what are you supposed to do when you're here we're supposed to do face? and then i gave him good answers he's like good but you also got to remember you got to sprinkle your different um a song to it like whatever it is that you bring to the table you got to sprinkle that in there you know, the move set or whatever the case may be, but that was the one that come to my head right away, which was in a you know brief, quick conversation. I kept that you know in mind, but whenever I was putting you know my work together, mm. and uh, you know whenever I, I had the chance to you know help somebody that's you know I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna bet or do none of that, but you know whenever I was with somebody that I was working with it. I was more experienced than the person. So I would just, you know, try to tell him, like, yo, try to do it like this, you know, because we do this for that, you know, and we do it like this for that. But you have to try to sprinkle it with your own thing. I think that's the best advice that I've gotten that I could think, think of the top of my head. But it's way more. There's way more. I figure, I figure, I figure, I, I figure that homicide would probably tell you some shit and be like, "Yo, just make sure the promoter gives you your money, bro. That's all that fucking matters at the end of the day. Make sure that motherfucker pays you, bro." That's my familia. That's my boy. I fuck with him all the time. Um, but Johnny, um. You said you, you talked about with Lotus. Um, actually, SATs. They, they're I've known them brothers same shit for years, man. Like I've known Darrell and all them for for a minute. And that school actually had they they had the talent there. You guys had uh, a product powerful there with Ortiz and Santana. Uh, you like you you guys were coming out of there. Um, actually, a friend of our a friend of the show also, uh, Rondo came out of there as well. Um, uh, what was like the first lessons that you were getting from wrestling out of there? 
the first lessons. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Around that time, uh, I think a lot of people were trying to imitate the doghouse. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of just get get the fuck up. Excuse my language. That's just right. Get up and like just get up and do it again. You got it. Just get up and do it again. So if, if anything, I think a lot of a lot of a lot of the uh, the the lessons that were instilled in me is just like not to be corny like John Cena, but just don't give up. Like you, you're gonna have to eat shit, but just don't give up. You're gonna learn either way. A lot of the things that I'm good at now, I used to struggle with. Pero struggle with when I was in the Ludus. And I'll be there for hours with Will Maximo, with Joel, Chris Cage. I'll be there with Santana or T- yeah, I could go down the list. But if it's one thing, even then they didn't even know me. They didn't let me get, get uh, uh give up. Right. So even then, like, there's a sense of like com- sort of camaraderie that comes out of New York and the Bronx. That if if, if we see that you weak, we are gonna let you just rock and watch you fail. Mm. But if you work hard. You're gonna get props. So that was that was that was that was something that I think I learned on day one when my back was bruised from hitting the ropes and my neck was sore. They were like, "All right, bro, I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see if he shows up. And I, and I and I kept showing up. Yeah, and that's a lot, and that's a lot of times that uh, a lot of uh, trainers, a lot of uh, school owners and stuff. They that's the one thing that they'll do. They assess they'll assess their incoming guys and be like. This fucker ain't coming back. You already they, they already know off the top of their head. Once you start proving them wrong, they'll they'll be like, Yeah, this kid got something. And you know Hey 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 dog, at the end of the day it's a business. So Poppy, if you suck and you wanna see, keep giving me your money, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I you know, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you uh, the the tools needed to make it to the show, but if you can't make the cut, that's on you. Project Cold Project Codename Wrestling presents Fallout coming this Saturday, April sixteenth. Uh, Card is packed, man. I'm so I'm excited, man. TJ is a is a friend of the show as well. Real good dude, real cool dude, and um, like to see him and 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 Chris Cage and and you guys put it together. What was it that was the initial calling, Sebastian? What what was it that made you say, uh, I got I got to be a part of this? The tag team, bro. Me and, and me and Johnny, bro. That, that's what made me. That's what made me go all the way and say, you know what? I'm in here, man. We, we got. We got, we're gonna put this together because I know what we bring to the table as a team is something different, something fresh, and something new, and something that, that hasn't never been done. Before. Yeah, it's never been done before, and, and 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 that alone shows that us, you know, coming into this company that is fresh and new and it has a bunch of hungry talent and people that, you know, are there to just. But you know, give the bet the one hundred and thirty thousand percent of themselves each and every single time. You know what I mean? So us coming in with the team with something that's never been done before, it's the that that was the, the main motivation to say, yo, I'm in here and we're in here as a team and you know, we align with the boss of all bosses in my game, That is just the right business move, the right way to go about it. So now we in and now we're good. I feel bad for the people in the way, man. Yeah, <laughs> feel bad. Well, yeah, I'll you, be in this report. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I want to. I want to see. I want to see. It. I'm a. I'm a huge fan of tag team wrestling. I've been for for many many years, man. It's uh, even you know back when I was you know my my in my day of watching it. You know even when I watched from Puerto Rico, uh, the, the 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 talent that would come out of there, the tag teams and such. And growing up, you watch like the Heart Foundation and Demolition and uh, the Midnight Express and all that. Uh, Johnny, who was it that you looked at when you when when you were watching wrestling like in tag teams? Like, yeah, who 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 could you equate that you and Sebastian work like? Oh man, that's a really good question. Damn, what do we work like? Damn, I love tag team wrestling. So I, all, 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 yeah, all of my inspiration, uh, the Hardys, Mirita, Mirita, the Hardys, the Hardys, the Hard Foundation. Uh, I, I, I was, I was always a big fan of the Motor City Machine Guns, mm. the Dullies, Edge and Christian, my man, Edge and Christian. We, we, you know, we're 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 nineties kids. We're, you know, so Attitude Era, a um. 
Yo, you know what I'm about to say that people don't give props to a lot? Well, they were dope if you really pay attention. Kai and Kai, bro. Come on, man. Come on, bro. I like watching them. I'm not gonna lie, I did. I mean, they were they were they were solid. They were solid. They were funny too, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, a big. I'm a big fan of the Brain Busters. Arn and Tully. Yo, fuck. I mean, I think I think at best we're like a mix of the Hardys with Arn and Tully. If that makes any sense. Mm. But if if it don't, I think we can show it to you. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, it's a it's a lot. Oh, I'm, I'm going through it. I I, I think I think it's I think it's something like if 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 uh if Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy had a hookah and didn't stop drinking Black Label, <laughs> I think that's I think that's it. That'll be it. I was about, and it's funny you mentioned it because I was about to say who bringing the bottle that night? Who's bringing it that night? Am I looking oh, at Sosa yeah. for it? Yeah, McDowell, come on, bro. White Henny. White Henny, let's go. Yo, CTMB, CTMB, thank you, VIP. Then you'll be, you good. Oh, if you're not invited to VIP, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, yeah, I, was, I don't know. I was already told I got my own table, so I'm I'm good. I'm yeah. Gooch. I'm goody. Mira, I, te digo ahora, if you sit down at that table and big puzzles right behind you, that's on you, puppy. Um, I, if, I, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm even more excited if somebody goes through the table, if you feel me. You know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> see, hey, man. Hey, see, well, I una botella. If someone goes to the table, my night is done. Hey, hey, man, never say never. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Are you going to be at the show? Yeah, I'm going to make it out there. You know, I got, I got, I got, like I said, I got, I got my VIP section ready. I'm hooked up, ready to go. We're going, we're going to make a run out of it. But, um, I want to say, uh, I want to thank you guys for your time, man. You know, um, you guys, uh, once again, it's uh, it's a pleasure for you guys, and I, w- I was honored not only because you know, uh, like I said, EJ and Monte's my boys, but you know, I was really excited to see uh, you guys as well, um, ready to go scrap it up. And I'm telling you, I do sauce. I got some sticky hands, man. White Henny got some shit, y'all. We can't, yo. He he, he might be he, he might be good for you too. now. You better be careful, bro. I'm saying, man. I'm saying. Miguel is family, so before anything else, no, watch him out. No, no offense, I'm just saying. No offense, watch him out. I'm but listen, if, as long as he's lining our pockets, as long as we got what we need, as long as we got what we want, what is it that we want? El oro, la fama, la mujer y el poder. And for those people that are still picking up the Spanish from Rosetta Stone, is the women, the power, the money. And the gold. We already got gold. We already got women. We just want more. We deserve more. Sí. We want it all. And Miguel's going to help us get there. Es una vaina. Mira ese tigre, coño. Dile mucho, coño. Está diciendo más. ¿Cómo, cómo que coño? Háblale bien, coño. Más respeto. Oye, tú no vas en primera clase. Claro, claro que claro. All right, guys. Thanks again for checking in, man. Good luck on Saturday, man. Uh, we don't need it, but thank you. I appreciate the talk. All right, guys. Thanks again. Have a good one. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one. Turnbuckle Tabloid.